0: Welcome back to Live Mike. Do you have a student reporting for school this upcoming school year? Specifically, do you live in the Davis School District? Have you been on the receiving end of uh, a plan? which was sent uh, about three weeks ago. And that plan was, uh, we're going to return to school. It's going to be pretty much as normal. Reporting uh, for learning every day. Teachers will be there. We'll, of course, uh, adhere to certain hand-washing and physical distancing and mask-wearing uh, requirements. Uh, but the plan is that we're all coming back to school. We'll be there every day. Well, uh, that changed yesterday. Uh, there was a-, a letter sent out that to uh, is it- addressed to... Davis School District Families, it's signed by uh, the superintendent and it outlines a plan uh, wherein students will be reporting two uh, in-class learning uh, two days a week, two days of in-person instruction and three days of remote learning. And there would be uh, an alternating schedule that uh, uh, one group of students would report for two days uh, and then alternating those days would be uh, another group of students. Those groups would be determined uh, by the last name. Of the of the child, and then there would be one day where uh, no one is in the building and everyone is doing uh, remote learning. So, one of the one of the things, at least in my mind, that has developed over these past number of weeks, uh, following the announcement from the state school board that a requirement a requirement of uh, placed on each school district to have their plans ready by August first, was all of the varied groups. With opinions and views and concerns and fears uh, and uh, and objectives and goals, all those uh, varied groups of people needed to come together uh, and and give input on how their respective district uh, should approach the upcoming school year. Now uh, that okay, so who makes up those groups? There are students, uh, there are parents, uh, there are administrators, and there are of course teachers. Teachers. My mom is a teacher. You know that. I've told you countless times. I've shared with you the plans uh, for her district. Uh, She's a teacher, a middle school teacher in Missouri, uh, and they have a plan in place. It's going to be a similar kind of rotating thing where the last names will be involved and uh, similar to what we're seeing in Davis School District. But uh, I have yet uh, to speak to a Davis School District teacher. I've heard anecdotally. Uh, That there uh, is some upset and concern, Uh, but let's speak now uh, with the director of the Davis Education Association, the union representing teachers in the district, Patrick Riley. Patrick joins me now. Sir, how are you? I'm fine. Let me say first off, thanks for joining me. Thank you for, uh, for doing the work that you do. Thank you for representing teachers. Uh, my mother, as you just heard me say, uh, is a teacher. Much of my extended family, some of my closest friends are teachers. So uh, anyone looking out for the interest of teachers and representing them uh, is cool by me. So I uh, so know you're here in friendly territory. Uh, and I'm just curious to know uh, how the teachers in your district are doing. How are those you represent faring with this new news uh, of the new schedule?
1: Well, like, I do want to clarify that it was always – the Davis District Plan always had three components. One was to do full school, mm-hmm. and then the other the, the other was soft closure or the one we're currently talking about. And, and each of them, the plan was to implement depending on current conditions. So the move from the five days a week of school to the current hybrid model – Came because of changing um, numbers we were receiving from the, the health commission. Um, I, I've had uh, responses from teachers all over the all over the board. We have some who want to go back to school full time, and some who think a full closure is the best option. But most of the emails that I'm getting are more asking questions about clarifications. Mm. And since this plan was just announced yesterday, I'm still getting answers for many of those questions, and we'll have to continue to get those as they come in. So um, that's a, the, the bulk of them now is clarification, what does this mean, how is this going to work. And, and so um, I talk with district administrators almost daily to get clarifications on how that is going to roll out
0: have you viewed the district as a partner in this effort have, have you in the district uh, your organization have you uh, moved towards uh, what we learned yesterday together are you, are you happy uh, with with, uh, with your voice at the table
1: well the district has included us in the discussions and we've had multiple meetings with the district throughout the summer um, the, through two avenues primarily we have a liaison where we meet with the Davis district uh, the, the uh, superintendents on a monthly basis and more frequently as needed so we've been meeting more regularly but we've also been a part of the committee that was put together to talk about how school would open and most of those conversations uh, we were lucky because the davis county health commissioner was on that as well Uh, and so we had that input as well as um, the president of on speckman and myself speaking up for teachers as well as custodial people and transportation and all the various groups the focus there was how do we do whatever we do safely focusing a lot on sanitizing uh distancing which that's the biggest driving factor on this plan is to try to maximize the ability to keep students farther apart from each other than we would be able to if if all the students were in the school at the same day I understand. so yes we've been included in the conversations.
0: good good that's uh, that's great news there is one question that lingers, I think, over uh, many of the districts, uh, not only here in the state of Utah, but across the country, and that is, in the case that you as a teacher should contract the coronavirus, you need to then take leave, uh, will that be paid leave? Will that draw from uh, your already allotted uh, you know, sick leave? Have there been discussions along those fronts, and are you happy with where things stand now, at least in terms of your understanding today? Well,
1: some of those conversations, we've had that conversation multiple times, and we'll continue to have that conversation. Um, You're probably aware that the CARES Act provided for 10 days of COVID leave in addition to the normal allotment that teachers would get for their own sick and personal leave. So those 10 days still exist, but only through the end of the year. I'm hoping the Senate will act soon and the House The Congress will come to a compromise, which would extend that or even increase that. Because as you know, if somebody does contract COVID, they're going to be out at least those 10 days and possibly longer. They can use those days if they're quarantined or if they are sick themselves. And then, of course, there are the other avenues we could always tap into, family medical leave if we need to, Mm -hmm. um, their own sick leave. But But those conversations are going to be more on an individual basis as the need arises.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. I, I, I knew that there were 10 days provided. Uh, it had slipped my mind, though, that, the, that those 10 days and that requirement uh, contained within the CARES Act expires at the end of the year. We'll have to uh, touch base with some of our members of Congress and see uh, what they know on that front. Uh, Mr. Riley, uh, Director of the Davis Education Association, thank you for your time. Thank you for watching out uh, for the needs of teachers, uh, and thank you for your commitment to education, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me on Hundred uh, percent. We're going to take a break here, and when we return, we are going to we're going to stick with an education uh, an educational institution, and coronavirus is still uh, the driving force. But we will be looking at whether or not the University of Utah will be hosting the vice presidential debate this year. Spoiler alert: Yes, they are. Why? Because they're tough, and we'll go over those details next on live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this. He's KSL News Radio.